and welcome to the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. I'm your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. I've been studying the Tao Te Ching for just short of a year now, and have reconnected with a natural feeling of inner peace and contentment. I don't hold a doctorate, nor am I qualified to teach anything about the Tao Te Ching. I'm just an ordinary person who has experienced the wonderful side effects of following the Tao. Since everyone's experience with this wisdom is different, the only thing that I can hope for is that mine helps you to connect with the Tao in your own unique, personal way. Feel free to listen to each episode a day at a time, or anytime you need a quick Tao shot. You can listen while you're on your way to work, or after that, when you're winding down. It's always a good time to observe the Tao. In each episode, we'll do four things. One, we'll read a verse of the Tao Te Ching. Two, I'll break it down into everyday language. Three, I'll share my own thoughts and experience. And four, I'll leave you with a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. Thanks for joining me today, and enjoy this episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. Verse 6. Creating with the Tao. The spirit of the valley never dies. It is called the mystic female. The door of the mystic female is the root of heaven and earth. Continuously, continuously, it seems to remain. Draw upon it, and it serves you with ease. That's verse 6 of the Tao Te Ching, translated by Lin Yutang. Next, let's break it down. This verse has two parts to it, and we'll take each part one idea at a time. Part one talks about the spirit of the valley, the emptiness from which all things originate. And part two says that the Tao is basically always on. So let's look at part one a little closer. Part one says the spirit of the valley. Lao Tzu seems to be referencing the fact that a valley is the no-thing place between mountains or high places. Funny enough, it's the place into which gravity deposits all manner of things that are life-giving. So, once again, we're referencing the paradoxical nature of the Tao. We'll talk more about this in the experience section. Part 2 says that the Tao is always on, at least that's my interpretation. So the second part of this verse says, Continuously, continuously, it seems to remain. Draw upon it, and it serves you with ease. If the Tao is this wonderful energy that is nothing, yet provides everything, this part is telling me that it's never off, it never turns off, it's always on. The Tao isn't something that needs a break, just like gravity, it's always there and always doing its thing. So to wrap it up, let's remember that verse 6 has two parts. Part 1 talks about the spirit of the valley, 
or the emptiness from which all things originate. And part two talks about the Tao always being on. Now, let's put that back together. I'll read verse six again. The spirit of the valley never dies. It is called the mystic female. The door of the mystic female is the root of heaven and earth. Continuously, continuously, it seems to remain. Draw upon it, and it serves you with ease. Now, I'd like to share a little bit about my experience with this verse. As we've observed previously, we are patterns of the Tao. I think that was in the episode about getting comfortable with infinity. And in fact, Lao Tzu alludes to this in verse 6 as well. The part where he says, the door of the mystic female is the root of heaven and earth. The door is the piece that gives us this clue. My sense is that there are infinite doors, but there is one which we can always access, the door within us. And it's that door that I'd like to talk about accessing for the rest of this episode. Let's take a look at some of the things that this verse made me think about today when considered when considering creating with the Tao. Number one is what the spirit of the valley means to me. Two, this concept of always on. And three, the fact that we are powerful creators. Let's examine what the spirit of the valley means to me now. Let's start with a quick definition of a valley. Merriam-Webster says that a valley is an elongate depression of the Earth's surface, usually between ranges of hills or mountains. Okay, so let me think about this for a moment. A valley is the space between two high places. Looked at in comparison to mountains, there's literally nothing in between them. But the valley is the natural place into which everything flows from above. Gravity does this work, and what we are left with is usually some water that is flowing, nutrients and other gifts from nature coming down from the mountains, and a whole ecosystem of animals that come to drink and eat. The valley is nothing, the space between the mountains, and yet it supports more life and creation than they do. And it's no coincidence that Lao Tzu references the mystic female in this verse. Essentially, we are talking about the creative, life-giving female energy of the Tao or the Yin, as opposed to the Yang and male energy. This is one of the ways the Tao works, and that's what the first part of this verse is saying to me. So how does this apply to me right now? Well, I think about this from two points of view. The first is from a big view, the Tao. This means that I, if I can live in harmony with the Tao, I can allow it to provide for me, and there's nothing that I need to do. And there's nothing the Tao needs to do to make that work. That's the nature of it. The second point of view is from within myself. The more that I can remain like a valley in the low places, a repository for gifts, flowing energy, just like a stream, by the way, the more I'll be able to receive the Tao's abundance. Remember when we talked about that in the last episode? And remember in the first episode how we observed that the verses of the Tao Te Ching kind of meld together? This is one of those cool examples. So now, how do I work at being like a valley? 
Lao Tzu tells us that in follow-on verses, there's one that comes to mind right now, which is verse 8. For me at this point, I like to just practice becoming aware and observe how this principle is operating in my environment. And I do this by being as still as I can, doing my best at refraining from inserting emotional commentary into the events that occur around me, and accepting what is, which is just another way of saying observing things without judgment. Don't worry if that seems like a tall order or even impossibility for that matter at this point. The Tao gives us plenty of time and space to consider acceptance. Just know for now that it's one of the ways that we can easily walk through that door of the mystic female. Okay, so let's talk about this concept of always on. If you'll recall verse 5, we saw that the Tao is impartial. It doesn't care who's who or what so-and-so is doing or thinking. The Tao gives without judgment and without expectation of a return. And also remember that we talked about getting comfortable with infinity in verse 4, and this applied to both time and space. Just to recap that, we said that if the Tao is bigger than the biggest thing we can imagine, and we looked at the observable universe, which is vast, then time must work the same way, infinitely. So there is always and never a midpoint in time, which means in a nutshell that it doesn't really exist. If that's the case, there's only ever one tense that applies to us, and that is the present. So if the Tao is infinite and it's always now, I mean never yesterday or tomorrow, then it makes sense that the Tao is always on. It never sleeps. It never takes a break. The Tao's default and only setting is ever only on, which is awesome for us because it basically means that we are continuously provided with everything we ever need. The well never runs dry, there is no scarcity, and there is no lack of Tao for anyone ever. It is, and it's always on. And the more we make ourselves open to the Tao, the more we can live in harmony with it, and the more it gives. So if the Tao is always on, and we are patterns of the Tao, let's look at the next implication of this verse, that we are always on as well. This is the third part where we discuss how we, we are powerful creators. Like the Tao, we are always on. But what does that mean? I mean, I go to sleep, I check out once in a while, I separate myself into different roles throughout the day. I'm a significant other, I'm a worker, I'm a provider, you know, all the things. I turn those things on and off. So how am I always on? The Tao is impartial, and it's always creating, and so are we. And that's what I mean by saying that we are also always on. One of the characteristics of humanity is that we are creators. Now, let's not limit ourselves to thinking about creation as just art or photography or sculpture or whatever. Let's expand the scope of creativity to include creating relationships, creating circumstances, creating interpretations of things, creating goodwill, creating bad will, creating drama. No matter what role in which we find ourselves, we are always creating things, situations, or even experiences for other people. It's what we do. 
We are always creating. So looked at this way, we are doing what the Tao does. Now, it turns out that we have this thing called consciousness, which in this context means to me that I have the incredible gift of being aware when I am creating, which means that I can be intentional about it if I choose to be. I want to look at my basic creation tool set for a moment. I like to think about it in three parts. I create with my thoughts and my words and my actions. Anything that I usually manifest or bring into the material world starts off with a thought, automatic or otherwise. It must start in my brain. (laughs) I may verbalize it silently or vocally by announcing my intention. And then I use my body's hands, feet, face, whatever else to manipulate matter to realize my intention. Let's pause for a moment and appreciate this. Do insects do this? Do fish? And what about cats? I think our co-biologics actually do do these things, but not to the extent that we do. We have the awesome and incredible gift of consciousness that allows us to be aware of and direct this creative process. The next consideration is that if we are always creating and we know what our default creation tools are, which are thoughts, words, and actions, then we can choose what we create. Well, first, we choose to become aware of our always-on creation status. And then we can decide what and how we will create. So I can wake up and choose to create things out of fear, anger, or aggression. Or I can wake up and choose to create out of love, gentility, and generosity. And since I have these totally observable tools I use, I can watch the entire process as it occurs. And I can change it anytime I want. One might venture to say that I have the power of God. And one might also venture to say that you have the power of God. And we might also venture to say that we all have this God power of creation. The Big Bang? Yes, we have that kind of power, my friends. It's giving me chills just to think about it. Does that mean we start calling ourselves Bruce and start assuming supernatural abilities? No, of course not. That's actually just an inadequate representation of this awesome power we have. No, what we have is far, far greater. The power of always-on conscious creation. And oh, by the way, not just of matter, but spirit as well. There's more, so much more to wonder about when it comes to creation and my conscious ability to do it. But I'll pause there for now so we can get on with the episode. So to wrap up my experience with this verse today and considering creating with a Tao, I thought about three things. Number one, what the spirit of the valley means to me. Two, this concept of always on. And number three, that we are powerful creators. Next, let's look at the practical application of creating with the Tao. For the final piece of this episode, let's consider how we can apply the principle of creating with the Tao in this verse today. There are three things. Number one, we can practice awareness of creation in general. Number two, we can observe how we and others are always creating. 
And three, we can consider how or what we might create today. So let's have a look around us, wherever we are, in a coffee shop, on the freeway, at work, at home. Where is there evidence that the Tao has created? If a person made what you see, isn't that the Tao working through that person? Can we see everything as a creation of the Tao? Now let's look at what we have created. Have I created my personal space? What about the clothes I wear? My look? Have I created that? What about the home screen on my phone? And what about the relationships that I've created? Good or bad, I have still played a role in creating my side in them, haven't I? Now let's take a moment to observe how others are always creating. Can we become aware of the people around us? What are they doing? Just by being themselves, can we see that they, like us, are creating things all the time? Are two people sitting together having a conversation and creating a mutual perception of things? Is one person sitting quietly and reading, forming her own opinion with an author about what reality means to them or her? What are the people in your life around you doing right now? How are they creating? Finally, let's consider our awesome creative capability now. Think about the next five minutes. Is there anything you would like to create? Remember, you can do this with a thought, with a word, or with an action. You also have the ability to choose if this creation will come from a place of fear or self, or if it comes from a place of love or oneness with the Tao. What about the next hour? What will you consciously or unconsciously create? In a conversation with a friend or coworker, with a significant other, or with a fellow driver on the road. And what about now? What are you creating right now? Can you see how significant and special you are? You are creating right now. You are exercising your creative powers always. So that will wrap it up today. In order to consider the principle of creating with the Tao, I can do three things. One, I can practice awareness of creation in general. Two, I can observe how I and others are always creating. And three, I can consider how or what I might create today. Let's go ahead and wrap this episode up, and I will leave you with a final reading of verse 6, translated by Lin Yutang. The spirit of the valley never dies. It is called the mystic female. The door of the mystic female is the root of heaven and earth. Continuously, continuously, it seems to remain. Draw upon it and it serves you with ease.
Thanks for listening to an episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living with your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. In each episode, we do four things. One, we read a verse of the Tao Te Ching. Two, we break it down into everyday language. Three, we discuss my own thoughts and experience with the Tao. And four, we look at a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. I'm pretty sure that as I learn about and experience more of the Tao, all my thoughts and lessons will change. I wish the same for you as you grow along your journey. If you found something meaningful in this podcast and would like to discuss it with others, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe to the subreddit Taoism. That's reddit.com slash r slash Taoism. Also, I'd invite you to share this podcast with friends if you think it would benefit them. As always, I wish you love, compassion, and peace. Thanks for listening.